You've been listening to SecureVote.News Radio, a 15-minute summary of the most important stories appearing on SecureVote.News. You can listen to us live streamed at 9.15 a.m. Mountain Time each week. Go to the website for more information. You can also listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. For Lowell Nelson, my name is Lou Moore. Thank you. And gentlemen, there's a website you simply must visit every day or so to stay abreast of current news and events and opportunities in the world of election integrity. Posted there are links to radio shows, news articles, advocacy petitions, and much, much more. And joining me now is Lou Moore from SecureVote.News to summarize the most important stories posted at SecureVote.News in the past week. Lou? Hi, Lowell. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Good to see you. Very busy week in the election integrity journalism world. First, I just want to make one announcement, and we have it. It's one of the stories posted. Daily Caller, which is a conservative website, is going to release a new election documentary on the 26th of January. It's called Rigged. So you might take a guess at what it's about. Rigged, yes, <laughs> probably about elections. Yep, yeah, it's about our election system and the many problems that it has and the recent elections and what we've seen. So that's a note I'd like to make. A really interesting story from Jonathan Turley, the legal uh, scholar at uh, resident, I guess, at Fox News right now. But he posted a story about 126... Republican members of Congress who are vulnerable to suit by the Democrats under the same pretext that they have that they've uh, used against Trump that they're insurrectionists and uh, the court challenges have begun of trying to take out Republican members of Congress so it's not just about it's not just about Trump but it's also about members of Congress and of course the Democrat members of Congress pushing this are uh, individuals who themselves have challenged the election election of George Bush. I think they challenged McC- they've challenged two or three elections against Republicans. Well, Hillary Clinton, 2016, and of course they say that's different. So we have a couple of stories about that. Another phenomenon that's going on right now that we're going to be watching closely is this move in some of the states to make it more difficult to challenge an election, particularly for citizens, individual citizens, to challenge an election. And uh, we talked a little bit last week about Michigan that's making that move. And now Arizona uh, and and Fontes, uh, Adrian Fontes, the Secretary of State in Arizona, is trying to do the same thing. And the GOP in Arizona has filed suit. So we're going to be watching that story carefully. We don't have a lot of victories, Lowell, to talk about. Often, we're not dwelling on our victories, but there was a major victory in Georgia, and the rest of uh, my my presentation here will be about Georgia, but uh, this first story is a big win by the organization True the Vote, which I'm sure you've heard of. It's one of my favorite election integrity organizations. They're the ones that provided uh, the information that created 2,000 mules. They just won a case in Georgia where they went up against Stacey Abrams, against the infamous Mark Elias, who used to be part of the Perkins Coie law firm. And uh, judges ruled there that True the Vote and the citizens 
working with them, the citizens of Georgia, had the right to challenge what they viewed as bogus registrations. So this is uh, an effort at, at the front end of the process to clean up the voter rolls. And uh, Elias and company were claiming that under the Voting Rights Act, they were intimidating and harassing voters. But in fact, they weren't even directly talking to voters. They were just looking at uh, anomalies, uh, whether the people didn't live in the area, whether they maybe weren't citizens or... Anyway, they were looking at questionable folks on the voter rolls, and we're talking quarter million, talking 200 or 1,000, quarter million. This is still an ongoing situation, but True the Vote has organized citizens all over the state to scrutinize the voter rolls and clean them up. You know, as uh, this has been ongoing since the Herschel Walker campaign, since right after the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. This is an ongoing thing. But they're targeting over a quarter million people that are registered. A judge has said they have the right to do that. So that leads me now to the biggest story going on in Georgia right now, which is the Curling versus Raffensperger case, which is a case we have alluded to several times because this is where the Haldeman report came from. This is a fascinating case and one that patriots need to pay close attention to and can use when they're talking to their friends and people that are skeptical about election integrity issues because this was a case brought by Democrats, allies of Stacey Abrams against the state of Georgia, alleging that the Dominion voting machine system which is used all over the state of Georgia, was violating their constitutional rights because it, it could possibly not count, you know, count their votes correctly. This case has been going on for years. Yeah, so this is, a, I want you to say the name of that case again, and this actually stemmed from Stacey Abrams' election in what year? Uh, well, her, the, she lost to Brian Kemp and alleged voter fraud, as did Hillary Clinton and everybody else in the Democratic political world, mm -hmm. and that was in 2018. That's when Kemp okay. went from Secretary of State and in charge of the elections to, to governor. And, and what was the name of that case again? again state, because the names are a bit peculiar, I want you to give that name again so, so our, our studious audience can look it up. Yeah, it's Curling versus Raffensperger, Curling being a member of a citizens committee who has been operating uh, for years in Georgia. Raffensperger is the current Secretary of State. So it was a suit against the election office Secretary of State. It's now Brad Raffensperger. So, uh, you know, th this has already been a very impactful case. And, of course, brought by Democrats against Dominion voting machines and a Republican administration in Georgia. But Judge Totenberg, sister of Nina Totenberg of NPR, a thorough and complete Democrat, already ruled they had to completely get rid of all the voting machines after 2018. And so Dominion had to come in and put in all new machines. That was a ruling hmm. of this judge. The judge then ruled that this report that the defense had asked Dr. Halderman to put together, which shows very conclusively that Dominion machines and the technology more than Dominion, the technology which is used by all of these major voting machine companies is very flawed and very dangerous. So he, he created this report a long time ago. Uh, she looked at it and put it under seal. 
hmm. of not allowing the public to view it for national security concerns. Wow. Then shortly after that, uh, CISA, C-I-S-A, our cyber security so-called federal agency, sent out an advisory to every election, head election official, local election official in America, warning them about some of the flaws uh, that were unearthed in the Haldeman report. We reported not very long ago that she finally unsealed this report. 20 national experts have looked at it. This is an NBC news story that we covered uh, and said that uh, this, uh, he's right. He's right about these machines. But uh, Dominion's fighting that. They say they have created patches that fix every problem. But that's where Brad Raffensperger comes in. And we have several of these stories up just recently. This isn't all in one story, but it is in several of the Georgia stories you can look at on securevote.news. Raffensperger said, this patch that Dominion gave us is too complicated. So we can't put it in before the 2024 election. Remember last <laughs> week we talked about things that are not happening hmm. to make the 2024 election safer. And he took that up to the 11th, uh, and she ordered him to testify, Judge Totenberg. He didn't want to. That was taken up to the 11th Circuit Court, the, appeal, the immediate appeals court for all of this court activity we've just discussed. They ruled that the judge did not have a right to force this elected official to testify, hmm. so he doesn't have to testify. And more importantly, they're already undercutting her, Judge Totenberg. I see. That takes us right up to today. The uh, state, Ravensburger, and the state tried to uh, get a summary judgment and end this trial. Uh, she ruled against them. Starts today. Today. And so we will have to see. But what they're seeking is a, a return on an emergency basis, not permanently, but an emergency basis to paper ballots, <laughs> hand-marked, counted by scanners. Not quite what... Lowell, you and I would like. Right. But anyway, I think you can see there's a lot going on with this story. We're going to continue to cover it. Well, thank you very much, Lou. That is awesome. Securevote.news is the website, ladies and gentlemen, where you can see for yourself, read for yourself these, these news stories that Lou has summarized for us this morning. Any final word, Lou, before we sign off? I just want to say that, you know, we're going to be doing this weekly and reminding the audience that this is a national broadcast because KTalk uh, has it on live stream. We're also going to have this, uh, broad, uh, this program very soon, this part of the program, on pad podcast platforms where the entire show, the entire great show Lowell has on the path of state and local sovereignty will also appear. Anyhow, thanks a lot, Lowell. You're welcome, Lou, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your attention, this awesome information, and this awesome news. Uh, next up... Uh